Special thanks to our promotional partners at the American Philatelic Society. The APS is the largest stamp collecting organization in the world, supporting collectors of any level worldwide. For more information about membership and APS services, visit stamps.org. Hi, I'm Michael Gortese of Noble Spirit in Pittsfield, New Hampshire. And I'm Charles Epting from HR Harmer in New York City. And this is Conversations with Philatelists. Now, Charles, we've done these preview episodes before. Uh, we I feel have. like we've done two or maybe, yeah, just two of them. Yeah. But in the past, they've all been for virtual shows. Yes, I mean, we they've been really for things we it. haven't actually gotten to go to. <laughs> so this one is fun because not only are we giving other people a peek into uh, what's coming up with West Pex, but yeah. I feel like you and I, like this yeah. is making, I don't know about you, I don't want to speak for you, but it's making me more excited about West Pex. Yeah, yeah. Getting to talk to not just one board member, but mm-hmm. four. Yeah. Um, that, that's what's so cool is we, we've been uh, coordinating this with Gordon Eubanks, mm-hmm. um, who has been a guest, who has been a, a great supporter yeah. of CWP. And and I hope that we can repay the favor with our coverage of, of West Pex. But we're not just going to be talking to, to Gordon. We're going to be talking to Edie, uh, who I love. Uh, she's running the um, the societies and the meetings. We're talking to Vesma, we're talking to Beirut, and we're talking to Gordon. So we've got four Westpex board members here mm-hmm. covering everything from social media to the dealer boards to everything. Um, yeah, this is yeah. like this is like a, a who's who of Westpex, um, and and also just great people who I always enjoy seeing mm-hmm. at the show. Um, so I'm really excited about this personally. Yeah, you can you can tell the there's so many board members that the, that wanted to speak to us about this they're also excited Ex- about that, that, bringing that, really yes almost the first well the first large show out of the pandemic they're they're dragging the hobby back to and, and it shows it's not compromising they're not saying yeah. oh we're just a bourse or we're just exhibits yeah. or virtual exhibits yeah. westpex is saying this is westpex yeah. if you enjoy westpex this is it they're saying, you're going to recognize it you're going to yeah. love it Welcome and, back. Uh, and, and yeah, we, we talked to Gordon Hake when we do something about the show. He's like, yeah, let me round up the board. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. We yeah. get to talk to so many people. So uh, this is a really exciting one. This is just a, a, a taste of what we're going to get mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in less than a month. I mean, when this episode drops on Monday the 5th, yeah. um, we're like three, basically three and a half weeks away from Westpex. So yeah. um, this is going to be the most people we've ever had on CWP at one time. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes logistically, but. Um, what do you say we bring uh, bring everyone in? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hi, everyone. Charles. This, this is the most people we've ever had on uh, on one of our calls. This is uh, it's kind of throwing me off to see so many oh. faces. <laughs> good to um, see you, Charles and Michael. It's nice to meet you too. It's nice good to, to see. You. I, I I can't wait to see you uh, at, at Westpex. It's been too long. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So, so to start things off, why don't we just go um, uh, around the table really quick? Does everyone mind introducing themselves, their role with Westpex, um, and uh, just give everyone an idea of of, um, of 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 what your relationship to the show is? Um, I'm Vesma Grinfeld. I am the vice chairman of Westpex, and I'm also the award chairman. So I have double duties, as many of us have on the committee. It's a large committee, but we tend to double up. Uh, I'm Edie Egan, and uh, I'm on the board of Westpex, and my husband Dale and I are the meeting coordinators and the society liaisons for the show. And and hundreds of other things. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm Beirut's Nass. Uh, I'm a, a exhibitor at Westpex and, and amongst other things, but uh, I uh, coordinate their uh, social media and outreach, uh, online outreach of Westpex. And I'm Gordon Eubanks. I'm the uh, responsible for the dealers and uh, filling up the bourse. Is that what it's called? <laughs> so I've been doing this for a couple, three years, and I'm a newbie uh, on the board. We've we've got so many different, you know. We've we've got the the society liaison. We've got the uh, the you know the the dealer side of things with Gordon. We've got you know the exhibitors, all all, all the different facets of the hobby. Um, what do you think it means to, you know, dealers obviously uh, are, are trying to, to make a livelihood of this. So it's been a while since they could meet clients face to face with exhibitors. It's more of a, a passion project and more something they want to do rather than have to do. Given this gap in shows with with a couple of exceptions, you know, with Garfield Perry and St. Louis earlier this year, um, Westpex this year carries a lot more weight than arguably uh, ever before. What do you think this Westpex uh, means to people uh, again coming from your different roles in in setting up the show. Well, I'll start out by saying that uh, we were hoping and we really feel that people are very eager to return to in-person shows. Uh, granted that eBay and other sites have been doing really well, and I, I honestly feel that. Philately is making a resurgence since the epidemic because people have been looking for things to do and they found their old shoe boxes, which has been helpful. But still, the um, the idea of going to a show and touching things and feeling them and seeing them in person, uh, despite the advent of virtual exhibitions, is really going to be a plus. And we're just hoping that people are not going to be hesitant in returning. I think uh, we're really excited about Westpex because it's going to be a chance for philatelists to get together and talk in person and also see some very high quality exhibits in person and uh, go to meetings and uh, hear some great presentations in person. I, I think philately uh, is a social hobby. Uh, it's part of its nature. It's. Uh, one of the great joy is sharing your, what you are passionate about with others. And although you can be done virtually, uh, however, doing it in a person and be able to share your passion and discuss it, it's, uh, it's one of the main reasons and the joys that I sort of collect or I'm there. Uh, so I, I'm just absolutely missing in-person meeting uh, with people to be able to see them. Uh, although some components can technically be done virtually, and but uh, it does not take the place, uh, does not certainly cannot replace a in-person uh, meeting of people who have the same share the same uh, passion and interest. Yeah, there's definitely a, a a buzz about it. I've spoken to a lot of collectors or customers, consigners that we have who are just really anxious to get back to in-person shows and people who have actually, what I found interesting, people who had never been to shows. So we've got a consigner who actually lives right outside San Francisco. I asked him if he was going to Westpex this year and he said, I've actually never been to Westpex before, but now I'm going uh, because they, they're just dying to get back out there. Even if they've, he, he lives right outside San Francisco, never been to Westpex before, now he's gone. I think that uh, that spoke a lot to how much people are 
trying to get back. So what, if I can ask, other than the the obvious, is so is kind of on the agenda or are you planning for it to be different from this Wexpex as opposed to the last Wexpex? We, we always have new presenters mm-hmm. and um, we always have a show theme. So um, if you want me to talk about some of the presenters, I'd be willing that would to. Be, that would be fantastic, yeah. Okay, well, um, Elliot Gruber, the, pres- the uh, director of the Smithsonian National Postal Museum is coming out to speak and he's gonna be talking about uh, what the future will look like post COVID at the Smithsonian Postal Museum. So that should be very interesting. Elliot's fantastic. Mm. Yes. So we're lucky that he's coming. And also uh, Larry Haber, as you know, president of Collectors Club, and who's been the host of uh, the Collectors Club virtual um, presentations this whole year, practically. Uh, He'll be speaking. He's going to speak on Friday night at a dinner, um, a dinner put on by the Collectors Club of San Francisco, the Collectors Club based in New York, the Arizona Philatelic Rangers, and the Philatelic Foundation. And Larry's topic is the postal history of New Haven, which again should be very interesting. And if anyone uh, would like to find out how to sign up for the dinner, please go to the Westpex website. There's a link from the the, uh, dinner on the schedule. And the cost is $80 a ticket. It includes everything, tax, tip, uh, dessert, coffee, and wine also. Uh, Scott English will be coming out. Uh, He's going to host the American Philatelic Society town hall meeting on Saturday morning. Sure, he'll have something to say about the the Great American Stamp Show that's coming up in August, uh, and also probably give us updates on what's happening in Belfont. The Collectors Club, the club based in New York, has two presentations on Saturday. Uh, Frederick Lawrence is going to speak on the uh, Czech Scout Post, and our own uh, Gordon Eubanks is going to speak on Saturday on uh, imperfect, uh, imperfect, classic covers, and there'll be questions and answers and uh, an open meeting afterwards. Uh, I'll just speak about a few more because I could go on and on. Uh, Kristen Patterson, who's on the board of Westpex and also APRL is of course going to give a talk having to do with revenue. She's going to talk about the legal and illegal uses of US Civil War uh, playing card stamps. And I'll just mention a few more people. I'm sure you recognize them or maybe you are them listening in. Uh, we're going to hear from Bruce Marsden, George Struble, Roger Heath, Les Lamphere, Dennis Jackson, Jerry Moore, Steve Frumpkin, and many more. There will be uh, probably 25 societies having presentations or at least meetings at the show. Wow. So thank you for letting me <laughs> know about that. But I am excited about all these presentations. It's like a like a who's who. I yeah, you know, I feel like we're making yeah. up for lost time with with right. all the presentations and societies. <laughs> yes, I'm not sure everyone knows Michael. Your background. I think Charles. Your people know you're at HR Harmer, but Michael, I, I'm not sure that everyone may know your connection with eBay and your your business. Could you yeah. just yeah? So. Um... <clears throat> I, uh, alongside my father, run Noble Spirit on eBay. We've been on eBay for 24 years. And um, yeah, it's a 
relatively small company, about 20 employees um, out of Pittsfield, New Hampshire. And uh, yeah, we we pr- pretty much eBay exclusive, but we're looking to get uh, into more shows, having a dealer booth at, at more and more shows. I don't believe we have one at Westpex, but a Great American Stamp Show, and then we're looking to go into more shows there. But that's who, um, yeah, we are. I've known Charles, um, what, not too, too long, four couple, years? A couple of years we've known, yeah, yeah and then in the last... Um year or two we've uh we've yeah. we've had this podcast to bond over yeah <laughs> yeah we could give you a booth at uh westpex this year we happen to have one left yeah, really <laughs> <laughs> we're not pitching the there but um yeah yeah I, i'd love to talk to you about that um I well, could get one the of the things you know, one of the things that's hurting uh shows not just philatelic but uh, uh events in general are the travel bans which still haven't mm. been lifted right um i bug our congressman every week or two about this issue uh, but the dealers can't really travel realistically from mm. from most countries i would say that's one difference between this westpex and the westpexes of the last 20, 30, 40 years is that it is probably the first time that we don't have any exhibits that from foreign countries where the, the exhibitor is coming to the show with his exhibit. Right. There are no foreign entries. We have, you know, obviously lots of exhibits uh, with foreign themes, mm-hmm. uh, but no exhibitors. And it's pretty much the same as Gordon was mentioning, you know, the difficulty that dealers from other countries have and getting to the show and that's always been one of the highlights of Westpex is dealers from other countries that was going to be that difference there was going to be my uh one of my other questions was what does it look like entrance wise we I know with the St. Louis show we did kind of a before and then after St. Louis we spoke with Alex on what it looked like to enter and Charles himself talked a little bit about what it what going into the show looked like so what can people expect entering the show and um and what will it look like as far as the i don't know what the california covid protocols are i feel like we're off in our own country up in new hampshire even uh we haven't had a mask mandate in i think three or four weeks now my goodness well we are opening up rapidly um at this point because of the the new more viral uh, strain Mm. i think that masks indoors are pretty pretty much being recommended although not required um as far as westpex goes we are not going to be demanding or expecting anything it's just probably a strong suggestion rationally on anybody's part to to wear a mask Uh, but in terms of what westpex will look like it's going to be pretty much the same uh, with people who enter, you know, there this year the difference is there is no entry fee. Usually we do charge, but there this is going to be free um, for people to look at the program, and they will have many many decisions on which way to go, what to go visit, what to go see first, what what meetings to attend. You really have to make a plan. Yeah, I mean, uh, on June fifteenth. California, especially San Francisco, lifted most of the restrictions. Uh, 
except in transportation hubs, they require masks in transportation hubs, like airports or buses. But beside that, there is no more uh, mandate uh, currently in, in California, certainly in the Bay Area. Uh, and most people here have been there that they, uh, they decide they are, you see that people wear masks or not, so it's no mandate on it. Uh, and so I think that's how it's going to proceed. Uh, and I think it's going to ease up by further by the end of the month. The, the Marriott's been incredibly supportive of this and and having a show in a hotel that has a large enough ballroom yeah. makes a huge difference because we're not dealing with a convention center and multiple hotels and things like that but uh, the marriott's great as you you've i think you've probably all been to west Pex. both of you guys have been there at least once there's that lobby bar down there where everyone can and then you go up the escalator and the whole the show's up there um the whole hotel is open um and uh also the outside patio it will be a relief to have some cool air from the bay if you're in a sweltering area right now it's usually cool outside the hotel and inside too yeah it 70 would be a warm day for there i think <laughs> 75 i mean it's <clears throat> where i am it's it's gotten to 63 this week We've, um, we've been dealing with uh, low to mid 90s uh, plus the yeah. humidity here. So I'm, uh, it's one of those times I miss California more than usual. Well, Carmel is full. <laughs> Let me tell you, it is full. There is no parking. <laughs> well, any visitors should expect the typical San Francisco summer, which is gray fog. Don't wear shorts. Bring a sweatshirt. Yes. One question I had was about the social media aspect. Because um, I, I think that over the course of the last year, year and a half, um, a lot of people who I never expected to see online have become very familiar with Zoom or, um, you know, Michael and I have um, gotten to know a lot of people via um, Twitter who love to discuss stamps. So do you find that more and more people have turned to the Internet to get their stamp fixed over the last year and a half? And, and what has the social media uh, push been like in advance of Westpex? Can you talk a bit about that aspect? Certainly, I think virtual shows or virtual meetings has become fairly common across. Uh, and I think a lot of the people find it helpful because you can quickly join meetings that is the other side of the world without having to go something. So I think some of those will actually remain uh, post-pandemic. I don't think they're going to go away because people see a lot of benefits. Uh, but uh, having presence online in general, it's uh, people are becoming more and more uh, attuned to it. And, it. Uh, we have a good presence on uh, Westpex has a great presence on Facebook now, um, and we're actually going to increase it to Instagram also. Uh, um, Twitter, we have, I'm not sure some of the Twitters uh, are sort of functional for shows itself. We'll try that, but certainly Instagram and Facebook are the two that we're going to experiment with and we're going to have. Uh, also, a lot of shows. Uh, before, although we collected emails and whatnot, we were not having any kind of sort of email information going on, but we're going to start slowly to try to uh, do that as well, to just keep people uh, informed of what's going on, not too much, but uh, something uh, just more you know, specific information that might be helpful for people to go on. Mm -hmm. People are also asking me, are you going to 
Uh, we started on our Facebook page showing some of the few pages of our exhibits. So we got a lot of excitement on that. And they're asking, are it going to be available online or not? I said, well, certainly right now, you come to the show so you can watch them in person and actually see the material. But eventually, we potentially might do something that some of these or highlights or some of the winners might be able to showcase or available online uh, for people who could not make the show be able to see it. But that's a little further on for us. Yeah, I think that's something that um, that people are looking forward to also because I know there were people who necessarily can't make it because of the travel restrictions or or uh, you know they just don't want to travel at this time. But also people. Did you, not everyone, even before now, not everyone attended every single show. So I think to get a little glimpse of each show or what they're missing out on so maybe they can plan to go to next year or, you know, see what's going on <clears throat> outside of their own small philatelic circle it, is uh, is something people are really, really dying for. So if we can go around the room again, what are you most looking forward to? Is it seeing old friends? Is it digging through the dealer boxes what is the again for you personally stripping away your your title your your role on the board uh what does it mean to you to have westpex come back um uh for for another installment this year what are you most excited about come the end of july i'm excited well, about seeing people <laughs> and also uh putting on a really good show the best show we can that's what i'm excited about <laughs> well westpex is for a long time almost been thought of as a mini international show. And to be able to see people from all over the country, um, to visit the dealers that, you know, we haven't seen for almost two years and to say, hey, do you have anything new in, you know, in this area? Um, just go up and down the aisles and, you know, and enjoy people and the camaraderie. Yeah, I mean, I. I put a new exhibit together. I haven't done it in a couple of years, so I'm just so excited to show a brand new five frame exhibit uh, for the show uh, and uh, uh, just talking to and seeing people uh, walking in front of the exhibits with the judges and getting feedback. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, that social interaction is nothing can sort of replace that, and I'm just really looking forward to that. And I really missed it, uh, so I'm, I'm totally excited about that. I expected that the um, lobby area where everyone tends to gather will really be completely filled all the time. We, we should get a cut in the food business down there and the drinks. <laughs> um, oh. it's, it's really the dealers. <clears throat> some of them have a, a very active place in eBay and, and online. <clears throat> Excuse me, but many of them rely on on this kind of uh, event for for their business, and um, it's been a very tough two years, year and a half. So, um, so um, yeah, I really uh, I'm very anxious to see the dealers there. I've gotten to be good friends with a lot of these people. Uh, you know, we email almost you know constantly and. So I think that's exciting to me in the exhibits. I think you make a good point with the dealers because yes, it's easy to go on eBay, Michael. Uh, <laughs> I bought things from you. Um, but but I, I think so much of the time when you sit down at a dealer's booth, maybe they don't realize that you collect something or you don't even realize that you collect something yourself and you're just 
you know, a lot, a lot of my best purchases have been haphazardly flipping through a box and, and you come across something. And I think that sort of serendipity cannot be replaced. If you know exactly what you're looking for and you go to an auction, you go to eBay and you buy it, that's one thing. But um, I, I think so much of what happens at a dealer booth is spontaneous. You either pick up a new collection or find something that's tangentially related. And, and I think, uh, you know, Gordon, you raise a great point that um, as much as that can be, um, you know, uh, supplemented by, emailing dealers or phone calls with dealers um there's just a certain magic that happens when you're at the booth that can't be replicated any other way and, and to add on to that i feel like it's much faster paced i feel like more i don't know if it's just me but i feel like more gets done in person i feel like you can accomplish more by talking to people and you know what trying to replicate it online is is in, incredible and the strides that we've made as a community and as a hobby online have been tremendous in the past year, year and a half. But I feel like in person, there's just so much more gets accomplished. Yeah, I mean, you can flip through a, a basket of covers a whole lot faster. I just, I, I just love to get start flipping through it. Then you can get through and go through on eBay search. You get a lot more done on a quick flip. Yeah, I think our hobby is coming around on online. I, I see less of this stuff about eBay and than I used to see. I, I think eBay and other online is a very viable um, source of, uh, of for dealers. But as I think many of you are saying, in person has such a connection. Mm. I mean, I bought almost every one of my all my more expensive items I bought online bidding on, on an auction site. I have, I haven't bought them in person, but it's the in-person contact with people that makes the hobby. And that's why shows are so important. Sorry for the long. Uh... <laughs> well, for for uh, something I've been wondering, um, Westpex is not in its usual uh, calendar slot this year. Um, it's usually earlier in the year. What is the plan looking forward? Is you know, do you plan on bringing it back to the spring? Is the late July, early August a a one off caused by circumstance? Looking forward to future Westpexes, uh, what can you what can you tell us about the the planning? Next year's schedule is already out. We are back to our regular last weekend of April, twenty twenty two. Uh, which means that the committee will need to really gear up quickly. It's a quick turnaround. <laughs> normally, yeah, normally our wrap-up meeting is going to turn out to be our initial meeting for the next show. So there's going to be a lot going on at one time. But we are forging ahead with our usual time slot. So I think we're booked for two or three years going forward. Um, Part of the great joy for the committee, fortunately, I don't have to do this, but is negotiating with the Marriott. Um, but uh, it is such a perfect hotel for a show. I mean, you can see the airport, you can watch planes in the runway. Um, it, being on the water makes it one of the most scenic. Um, and, and when you mentioned earlier, having the venue inside of the hotel as well, not having to worry about transportation, not having to worry about walking or anything like that. It really is um, sort of the perfect uh, setup for a, for a stamp show. Yeah. And it never rains at Westpex. 
At least cover. when it's in July. <laughs> um, there you're going to get the morning drizzle. You're going to get the morning <laughs> fog drizzle, but no rain. <laughs> uh, it, there are hotel rooms available uh, for people who uh, I've gotten a couple of questions on that. There's still some at the hotel at the show rate, which I think is 172, something like that, it, it, which I can tell you is a very good rate for um, the uh, area. If you want to pay three times that, you can go down the street to the Four Seasons. But um, it, it's a really good hotel. Uh, I, I mean, uh, we're lucky. So, so that, that was one other thing I wanted to ask. In, in terms of hotel rooms, there you said there's still stuff available. In terms of banquet tickets, things like that, if somebody uh, wants to make a spur-of-the-moment decision to attend Westpex, a lot of people, lot of people. who I've spoken to have their plan. You know, Michael and I have our flights and hotels booked and everything. But if somebody's on the fence and, and they want to attend, it's not too late, right? It's not too late. Um, it is filling up. Uh, I don't know about the banquet. Um, but there's you can uh tickets for the banquet are readily available you can go online and there's a link to the awards banquet on the schedule the food's pretty good it's excellent excellent <laughs> it's, for a dessert. Show. it's excellent for a show <laughs> I it's, can tell it's you made that. better by comparison to other shows <laughs> <laughs> um and um and this will be great uh, lead in to Chicago, which should also be a great show, the APS show in Chicago. Um, but this will be the first time many of these dealers have had their material gone through in a long time. Hmm. It uh, does feel like a perfect lead in to Chicago to sort of, um, you know, grease the rails before the, the big one, the, you know, the, the four day, um, you know, national show. It's uh, it, it's nice to have this as um, uh, again, yeah. let, let people get back in the swing of things. Um, and uh, again, the fact that Westpex, the, the timing of it, the fact that it worked out again, there have been um, shows through the first half of the year. Um, but the fact that this is the first big one, I feel this is really all eyes are on. Westpex, I, I think that um, the sort of the serendipity of that timing is is really nice. Yeah, we have about the same number of dealers as they'll have in Chicago. And yeah. um, what's interesting is originally we were going to have it a week later. But the dealers came back to me. This is, is my fault. We changed it, as some people would say, rather late. Um, is that the dealer said that one week to get from Westpex and then get to Chicago. And some of these dealers drive. Oh. I mean, uh, more than you would think <laughs> drive. Um, I know Labron drove uh, his, I, I think he's always driven. And uh, of course he was a professional golfer. So he drove, uh, I assume you guys know that Labron was a uh, 10 years on the tour. In those days, they didn't fly around in jets and get, you know, multi-million dollar purses. So they drove and he would visit dealers along the way, you know, small and buy inventory. That's incredible. Yeah, that drive from um, San Francisco to Chicago in three days or whatever would be rough. So I'm glad there's a bit of uh, breathing room between the shows now. Yeah, and it gives dealers a chance to sort of go home in many cases and stock up on more more mm -hmm. material. But yeah, that that I that 
idea that this is a lot of the I know at St. Louis you said uh, you know Eric um, had had this large collection of revenue stamps that he hadn't um, hadn't shown to anyone. He just he just gotten a lot of things come in and you don't have time they're so large to put them online so you just prepare them for the upcoming upcoming uh, shows and everything and 75 dealers is is significant at Westpex. It's going to be well, we have, we'll have about 60 so 60? Okay, I thought it's we, ca- we don't count we, we count uh-huh. dealers somewhat differently. We don't count okay. stamp authorities and stuff like that. Oh, uh, okay. Uh but um I should say there be more. I shouldn't be quoted as saying that we'll have the same number as Chicago. We we'll probably have a few less. Um, but uh, that's a great example of a dealer, though, that does a huge successful business online, mm-hmm. and also is a very strong show participant. Um, makes most of the shows. I think. Who else? Stanley probably makes every show known to, and some that are unknown. But <laughs> you know, he's in Israel right now. Oh wow! Is he? Yeah. Is he going to be back in time for Westpex? I assume. He better be. Yes, he, he's assured. <laughs> he, he can't miss his hometown show. Yeah, he has family uh, there, but he was going. He was trying to get on a plane in the middle of the conflict. And I remember talking to him saying, really, Stan? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, yes, uh, we'll have uh, all the usual dealers. Also, the Philatelic Foundation is going to have a booth in the uh, dealer room. Right, Gordon? Right. They have they've been having a booth and um, they will be there there. to give advice, to help people. if they want opinions, uh, they, they're not going to formally give opinions, but they certainly can help people get material certified. Um, Larry's been a, a big supporter of Westpex. I believe they're having a meeting out here also. Is that right? Yes, they're having a board of directors meeting. And can I just mention the other featured societies at the show? Please. Okay. Uh, we're going to have the American Helvetia Philatelic Society, which uh, concentrates on Swiss collecting. Uh, the Nepal and Tibet Philatelic Study Circle, uh, Collectors Club based in New York. And uh, at their table, they'll also have the Philatelic Foundation. But the main boost for that, as I mentioned, was is in the Boris room. Okay. I, I also just want to mention, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say the, the representatives of these organizations have been uh, great working with us and um, John Kofranik for the Helvetia, Ken Goss for Nepal, Wade Saudi for Collectors Club, and Larry Lyons for the Philatelic Foundation. Really great support. I just also want to mention that, as usual, uh, Skylar Ramsey will have their auction at Westpex, and uh, they sort of move theirs around to coincide with that. So it's a great, uh, they have a beautiful space, so you can actually go view and auction right at the same area as uh, the show is. So we're looking forward to the Skylar's uh, auction also this year. And like everyone, I'm sure they'll be uh, thankful to have a, a live floor instead of just uh, <laughs> looking at a bunch of computer screens and telephones. It'll be nice to um, I, I, to 
again, have people, again, it goes both ways. People are lucky to have an auction to attend and mm -hmm. the auction is lucky to have uh, attendees in the room. So I, I think that'll be a, a great part of the show as always. Very much so. Yeah, he, I don't know if uh, it's been, you guys have covered this, but uh, Skylar's also selling a, a lot of literature from the APS library as, as part of this particular. So they're going to be some real opportunities to pick up uh, items that are, are really hard to find, not value, not necessarily really valuable, but just it's great to look through old literature. Look at the ad. <laughs> um, Whenever we get a literature collection in, I get more distracted by the ads than the actual content of the magazines most of the time yeah yeah i went to why see didn't my collection. parents buy those <laughs> <laughs> i went to see a collection a while ago and i was actually sending you photos of old hr harmer ads in um in london <laughs> uh ed maybe you can talk about this a little bit one of the great things about westpex a lot of shows have an annual theme but i feel like westpex really um uh, takes it to heart more so than most shows um, so can you talk a little bit about Westpex's 2021 theme and, and what people can expect? Because there's usually great Cinderella's and caches and, and fun stuff like that. So what is uh, what is in store for 2021? Well, the theme this year is the 50th anniversary of Proposition Q, which protects the uh, San Francisco cable cars from uh, being ever removed from the streets of San Francisco. So and there'll be a grand opening ceremony with giveaways. Uh, at the ceremony, uh, there'll be a cable car conductor walking around with a bell. So it makes it a little bit exciting. <laughs> it, it's it, it's almost like when you read about Jackie Kennedy having to save Grand Central Station in the late 60s. Mm -hmm. How the fact that there was ever a chance that the cable cars were threatened, yeah. um, you know, this whole urban renewal thing of the 60s and 70s. Today, it's, you know, they're, they're so uh, synonymous with San Francisco. Uh, but the fact that there was even a question that the cable cars would survive mm -hmm. is, and again, not that long, only 50 years ago, is uh, is just crazy. Yeah. Uh, two thoughts. The cable cars are coming back to regular service in, I believe, September or October, and all rides in, in August are going to be free. So if anyone is staying a little while after the show, they should take advantage mm -hmm. of that. Um, and as part of our uh, sales this year, we have our our souvenir sheet that will be available for purchase, which does have a cable car theme. And we are the first ones to have a self-adhesive type oh. created um, and it'll be available for purchase at the show. Again, the, the theme of Westpex is always a lot of fun. I um, I always get a souvenir too when it was Jack London a few years uh, ago. And okay. yeah. It's funny they changed the theme uh, because the 2020 was canceled. So the 2021 and that, so that is an unissued uh, souvenir sheet that is going to be rare. So you should go actually get the 2020 theme show, which was <laughs> it's hard to find. People collect them. Yeah. Kristen's there's actually a book on the history of Westpex. Really? That um, Kristen wrote, Kristen. Patterson, right? Um, and uh, people collect these the souvenir sheets. I mean, I remember going to Westpex in San Francisco. 
um, when it was there. Is any, I guess some of you've been there. Yes. yes. <laughs> At the Jack Tar Hotel. That's the first show I ever went to. Really? Well, I was doing, so I was uh, working, so I had actually had a job, so I didn't, wasn't very active in collecting, and I hooked up with Alan Katz. He used a piece of software that our the semantic had written, and so we, we connected, and um, for years, he was the only dealer I knew. I'd like to mention another little story. Uh, probably your listeners know that uh, Stan the Stanley Gibbons organization recently purchased the British Guiana Magenta for three for eight point three million. Well, our Gordon here has been in touch with the uh, people at Stanley Gibbons, and he tried to get them to come to Westpex this year, but not going to happen this year. But hopefully in the future, right, Gordon? <laughs> yeah. Well. Michael and Charles did a whole session on interviewing um, Victoria. Victoria. Unfortunately, Victoria can't travel out of the UK and they still haven't lifted this ban. So it looks like she won't be at the show. Um, but uh, um, she uh, has been a longtime supporter of Stanley Gibbons has. And... Uh, they definitely bought that. Westpex really is a sort of semi-international show. I can count on seeing people from the UK, uh, from India, from yeah. Australia. That's like the, you know, outside of the the APS show, which is, um, uh, you know, which moves all over the place. Westpex is the one place that everyone seems to want to convene. I mean, I, I talk to people around the world and if they've been to Westpex, it's their favorite American show. And if they haven't been to Westpex, it's the one show they want to go to. Hmm. There's going to be a show in San Diego this year. I don't know if they've announced it yet, so I probably shouldn't announce. It, I saw Mark, I Mark Banchik posted something and, on the Fajola yeah. board, so okay. I, I think I think the cat's out of the back on that one. Yeah, and so yeah, Mark's trying to put is not trying is putting this together. It's going to be in October, I believe, um, and at in La Jolla. So that should I mean that's that's a fancy place. It, again, I, I hope that the restrictions lift and, and we mm. can get people like Stanley Gibbons, like Victoria and George and, uh, and, and all of them back to the, to the States sooner rather than later. Yeah. We're hoping that uh, the uh, United Nations Postal Association's representative can come from Canada. It's Mr. Michael mm. Cohen, And uh, there's supposed to be a pre-launch at our show of the new Mother Teresa stamp, the UN's new Mother Teresa stamp. So. Look for that. Hopefully, Mike can come across. Well, Michael and I, you know, Gordon, we've told you, and, and it'll tell the rest of you how excited we are for yeah. for Westpex again. This is um, this is the first show that Michael and I will have been at together since Omaha, which yep. feels like a <laughs> lifetime ago. <laughs> I, I barely even remember that one. Yeah. Um. So, so this is going to be a lot of fun, and I hope that we can speak with all four of you. Um, from the show floor, you know, we're going to be running around with the camera as much as we can. And, um, you know, maybe towards the end of the show, Saturday or Sunday, we can, um, catch up in person, see how things are going. And, and, um, uh, you know, again, I, I look forward to this being just the, uh, very, uh, tip of the iceberg of our, yeah. our Westpex coverage. And, and, um, we want to do stuff during the show. We want to do stuff after the show and, uh, anything we can do to, um, to spread the word and, and, um, again, spread the good news after a successful show. Um, just know that that we're on board and, uh, you know, 
personally, West Pex is special to me. This is my first show I went to as a uh, a member of the HR Harmer staff back. It was, I think, a week after I was hired. Uh, <laughs> West Pex was was a big deal for me. That was like the first show I ever went to on official business. Mm-hmm. Um, so so again, it, 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 I think for all of us, this show holds a special um, sort of emotional uh, connection. And um, again, I, I can't wait. Um, hopefully this will, if somebody's on the fence, especially if you're on the West Coast, mm-hmm. um, I, I hope this is the, the kick that people need to get them to go. And, uh, and again, we look forward to doing whatever we can from the show floor um, yeah. in terms of exhibits, talking to dealers, talking to you guys. Um, but this is, this is a really big deal for Michael and I. Um, and I don't know if everyone knows the two of you were both, uh, the part of the young philatelists group mm-hmm. of APS. And, um, if you know people who are young and might be interested, that program has turned out against some of my predictions, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> probably remember um but i was a hundred percent wrong about these two guys for sure but about the um the program's very successful um and, and luckily through the podcast we've met a couple of potential people that were yeah. uh, you know um it, it's a it's a matter of logistics at this point but um no i i i hope that um i think they took a year off from the fellowship because everyone took a year off from everything basically um but i i i'm confident that once we get back in the swing of things uh uh, there's going to be a couple of um, uh, people with with a lot of potential uh, joining the fellowship, and I, you know, Michael and I aren't shy giving it, you know, complete yeah. credit for for everywhere we ended up. And uh, uh, Gordon, we were talking in the live stream. The the uh, support that the Classic Society uh, gave me personally was was hugely influential. And uh, no, hopefully, uh, and, and even you know, meeting Je- I met Jessica Rodriguez for the first time at Westpex. So, um, uh, and she ended up being a great success story of the YPLF. So, uh, no, that's something that Michael and I are, are trying to hunt down as many, uh, young people as, as we can, um, yeah. in, in future classes. Well, if they're, uh, living in the San Francisco area, our committee can always use some people that can carry bigger boxes than I can <laughs> carry <anymore. laughs> So I, 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 we're, we're going to put links to everything in the yeah. uh, in the description. So links to the the hotel um, room block, the links to the website, all that sort of stuff. But is there anything else that you think people should know? Again, if they're if they're playing on Westpex, any any closing thoughts that you want to um, instill on people? Uh, anyway, just if there's any other sort of uh, link or whatnot you're, inter- you're you're missing, just ping me directly. I'll try to get them to you. Perfect. Just Perfect. Yeah, go, go like Westpex like on West on, Facebooks. on Facebook. Absolutely. Yes, please do. And yes, when you, uh, get you go and like and follow the Westpex page. Uh, uh, we are going to try to have uh, fresh items on it on an almost daily basis. During the show, we will try to put some videos and uh, other kind of things uh, as the show is happening. So we'll try to uh, share it with, the, with everybody who's there and who's not there. Well, we really appreciate trem- tremendously that you're um, doing this for us. And uh, we look forward to seeing you both. Also, I think if you want to do uh, put either any video or live stream on the exhibits or yeah. some of those, yeah. I think it'll be fun to just show that and go, go over some of the exhibits that are interesting. Absolutely. I, I think yeah. people are, again, as great as the online exhibits have been, people are starved yeah. to see new exhibits and, and uh, no, we, we definitely want to, uh, to cover that side of things. Yeah. 
I think it really will be interesting if you are there Thursday to see the actual setup and what, how much is really involved in getting that the ballroom and everything else set up in some sort of a coordinated fashion, the number of people that it takes. And, and everything has to come up the elevator. So it's, uh, it, it's quite an, uh, an event getting the, the frames anyway it's uh no we'll we'll, we'll be there we'll and and, be there. and we'll we'll pitch in however we can to help as well we'll yeah. uh we'll get some video of it hopefully but also you know if you need an extra set of hands yeah. to carry those boxes gordon we're uh we're there be careful <laughs> what you say <laughs> <laughs> well, i want to mention even though the admission is free people still need to come to the registration counter and get a ticket and a program and sign in somehow so it's not just walk in. Of course, some people will have bad. Officially, I think the first thousand people are free. Is that right? Well, I saw in the minutes 500. First 500. Well, 500 are free. Each day. <laughs> first 500 per day. Per yeah. day. Right. That's how it was done. So it depends how you can, it depends how you want to calculate it. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what we, we charge normally to attend. Is it? $5 for three days for the total. Yeah. We really want to see people come out and support the dealers. The dealers are the, uh, a huge part of the, um, of the hobby. And without these dealers, it's a very different world. And uh, Michael, I need your help to get uh, eBay at the show next year. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can, I've uh, been trying to get them to, to come. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were, I was at a show with them. They're really good people. Yeah. That, yeah. They, they, used to, they used to come to the shows, to Westpex also. Did they? EBay? EBay? Yes, I've, I've seen eBay at the Westpex before. I, 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 am, am I mistaken or did I see him at some other show? That was at the APS show. Yeah. yeah. I know, uh, Steve Halupka, I was at Nebraska with him um, representing eBay. So he was there with a couple other members from the um, stamp category on eBay. In, uh, in Omaha for the APS show. But yeah, I can, um, yeah, I know Steve very well. I can contact him. I can give him a call. Well, we'll see you guys having a booth next year. Bring your dad. I'd like to meet yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How he, how he envisioned this so early. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he'll be at, um, he's unfortunately unable to attend Westpex, but he will be in Chicago. Right. I'll look him up. You have a booth there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right next to the HR armor booth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> if you want to see some unbelievable uh, fancy cancels in the conversation, I keep forgetting what you call this live cast. Live cast they just did this morning, which will be online. I don't know where you found those covers. I, I assume they're real, but they are unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. The, the that that, that collection came out of Chicago. It's um it's been built up. Um, uh, the guy collected since the fifties. Um, he was he kept a very low profile, um, and hasn't bought it. Or he he recently passed away, but hadn't bought anything in um in quite a while. But yeah, that one. Um, so we were supposed to get the collection. Then one of his sons attempted to purchase it outright and it was taken off the table from us and then the son realized he was getting in way too deep and had no idea what he was doing because he's not a stamp collector himself 
So he was going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on something he didn't know about. Um, and then finally, they just said, you know what, we're going to put it up for auction. If we want any of it, we'll we'll buy it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll work with with Charles um, Souter on getting as many of these, even the collection lots. We can get as many scanned and, and um, incorporated into the Skinnerino project as possible. And could you have some of them at Westpex for people to look at? That's the plan was um, we're going to try and I, I don't think the catalog will be ready in time for Westpex, but I'm going to bring some stuff to put under glass. And uh, no, we're going to bring as much of this stuff as we can uh, to Westpex. Right. That's the, the timing works out because normally we don't have an auction until November ish, but this time we're going to have sales in September. So Westpex and Chicago are ideal um, for bringing material along to, to view. So Perfect. Well, th thank you all so much. Excellent. This is going to be great. I know that people are, yeah. again, I keep saying it, they're starved for shows. They're yeah. starved for information about shows. So I think this will wet people's whistle and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll pick up the conversation in less than a month. Yeah. Right. Looking forward to seeing both of you guys in person. Yeah, thank you. Actually, everybody. I haven't, <laughs> I, I've only seen best one in person recently. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get back to my exhibit. I only have, 40 more pages to mount up. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm so behind. It's not even funny, but <laughs> well, I, I can't wait to see it at the, uh, at the show. All right. Yeah. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Thanks everyone. Have a great day. Take care everyone. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Thanks Charles and Michael. Bye. Thank you. Thank Gordon you and Didi and Vespa and Beirut. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Bye. It was really great to talk to everyone about what exactly i feel like i've got a, an idea of what it's going to look like to walk into westpex before i even get there I it's mean, gonna we, be we, one of those it's gonna be like a warm blanket yeah. um like it, it's gonna be westpex like I, yeah. I, I used to love that show so much pre-pandemic mm -hmm. and now coming back to it and it, it, i'm just gonna feel like i'm home yeah yeah they put so much thought and planning into and they're, they're just so excited you can yeah. tell that yeah. like uh, i mean and and you, you hear about the speakers you hear about the societies yeah. you hear about the dealers that are coming the exhibits the auction uh again mm -hmm. another shout out to skylar rumsey for holding the show auction every year yeah. um this is this is gonna be a lot of fun and yeah. uh I'm, and the support they're putting behind the dealers i really like that yeah, yeah they're embracing uh, gordon the fact really that... hammers at home gordon yeah. is so pro dealer and we need more of that in the hobby because you lose the dealers, you lose everything. Yeah. yeah. So to have Gordon uh, as their advocate and their, uh, it, it's amazing. It will... um, I'm not going to say I'm more excited now than I was before. Okay. Because. Don't. No, but <laughs> I won't say it. No, because I, 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 I'm, I'm about as excited as can be. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right. I feel like we have more of an idea going into it, what to expect. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they're hitting the, 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 perfect kind of middle ground with the the virtual material where they're not you know it's no half and half they're they're doing a live show everything's in the live show and then they're going to show as much as possible to the people who couldn't make it you know they're going to take baby steps it's something yeah, they can yeah. build on they're not shooting for the moon their first it, it, you're right it's yeah. a live show it's westpex yeah. Yeah. and if there is a virtual component that's great mm -hmm. But it's yeah. going to supplement rather than replace anything. And yes, I like that exactly. a lot. I think I think Beirut has a great uh, vision with that, that, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can always build on it. You can always do more. Yeah. Um, but let's focus on putting on the best in-person show that we can. Yeah. Um, you and I are will be I there was, the whole yeah, time. I was just going to mention that. The, I feel like a lot of the live or the virtual aspect of it is going to be our covering of it. I mean, I can't we're going to be doing that's a live stream on the Friday morning. 
We're going to do our live stream, what? which is a great. Well, we'll talk about that in the outro. Outro. Okay. The outro to the outro. The outro um, to the outro. Okay. But uh, but no, yeah, we're going to be providing as much content, both pre-recorded and yeah. and live from the show as we can. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. My, I think it's just going to be great to hang out with with you. Yeah. Claire will be there. Uh, yeah. Kaylee will be there. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I have not been to a philatelic show since Omaha, and it's. I don't know. I feel like it's come. We're we're coming back. We're we're right around the corner. This, yeah. Again, this is just the uh, the 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 appetizer that I think we all needed for Westpex. So mm-hmm. a huge thank you to all four of uh, the board members for joining us. Yeah. Uh, and and for discussing what we can expect. Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation, Michael. In our again now the outro to the outro. Go um, if you were listening to this, you can find us on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, you can find Michael at Michael J. Court on Twitter. I'm yep. Charles L. Epting on Twitter. True. Uh, you can find us at flatterlypodcast.com. Contact us at flatterlypodcast at gmail.com. True. Um, we have started these weekly live streams. Today, we pushed the time back to 11 o'clock. Yep. Uh, we had a lot of people watching. Um, yeah, I feel like we had more people watching at 11 than we did at 9. I think we did the right thing, giving uh, yeah. West Coasters a, a couple more hours to wake up and have their coffee. Yeah. Uh, some great questions and comments, as always. Yeah. So uh, Fridays, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, uh, we do our weekly live stream where we just talk about the week's news, what happened the past week, what's happening the next week. Check those out. Those are on YouTube and then later uploaded to uh, to the podcasting services and yeah. archived on YouTube. So even if you can't be there live, check it out after the fact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything I forgot, Michael? I just wanted to reiterate the fact. 8 a.m. Pacific time. In three weeks, we will be live streaming from the Westpex floor. So no, we for, probably from the lobby. The show won't even be open yet. True. You and I may have to hit the bar early in the morning. Well, I, again, <laughs> great thanks to, to Gordon Umix because he said that, that we could – that, that we yes. could, you know, walk into well, it. So we could. Well, we're going to show setup. We're going to show yeah. before hours. We're going to. Gordon has been so accommodating and yeah. so amazing. Uh, we're going to be able to, to show people not just what they would be experiencing if they were at Westpex, yeah. but more than they could experience if yeah. they were at Westpex. So again, I keep saying it. Hats off to Gordon. Yeah. Huge but, thanks to Gordon for all of this. We strongly encourage you to go to Westpex. We'd love to meet everybody there. We'd love to see everyone there. But if you can't make it, don't don't feel like, you know, you're completely missing out because we'll try and fill in as much. We will as we try can. to recreate the show experience as much as possible. Exhibits, yeah. dealers, auction, whatever we can show you, we will. Yeah. But that um, being said, there's no substitute for actually being there. And if you're there, please say hi to us. Yeah, we may catch you on camera. I don't we, know if we actually have to find like disclosure forms. And <laughs> I will leave that to Claire. <laughs> Um, All right, <clears throat> Michael. This was awesome. This was a lot of fun. Can't wait for this episode to uh, to go live because that means yeah. we're only three weeks away from Westpex when this goes live. Yeah. So yeah. um, so uh, I can't wait. Yeah. I I can't until wait to see you time. there. This will be a lot of fun. And yeah, until next time. All right. Bye.